0: Welcome back to another episode of the Find Your Positivity podcast. This is going to be episode nine. We are continuing our finance episodes, So the next probably three to five episodes are going to be centered around finances, what you can do to increase your wealth, things you can work on to increase your credit score, all of those great things. So the previous episode, we discussed how to understand your debt and how to work on paying it down, how to work on lowering your debt. So definitely, if you need help with that, check out the previous episode, episode eight. So we're going to, again, continue the finances portion of the podcast. And so this episode is going to be centered around how to create a budget, which is going to encompass the A few different things. I don't think it's necessarily hard to create a budget, but I think you do need to know your finances in order to do so. And it does take you being quite consistent and sometimes restrictive. And then once you're more comfortable, you can work on expanding your budget or knowing if you need to expand your finances if you need extra income so that's what we're going to discuss this episode before we get too deep into it let me go ahead and introduce myself my name is Danielle I am a wellness and financial coach on this podcast we discuss healing mindfulness and self-awareness so we do like to dive and dig deep and focus on finding the positivity in every situation so before we start our discussion i have to ask i will ask every podcast episode how is is everyone doing? The current climate right now is very, it's kind of weird. It's really weird. So how are your finances? What is your current financial situation? Are you thriving? Are you saving? Where do you stand financially? I thought this was a very good time to implement some financial episodes. And, you know, maybe some people will really kind of like these tips and kind of learn some life lessons. I know for me, when I started actually being an adult and taking control of my finances, it was probably at the age of maybe 22, learning about budgeting, being in the finance world, and learning about so many different financial products, You know, working on your credit, working on if you do have any debt, working on that. So it's some important life lessons, learning to manage money, especially if it's not something that was taught to you and you have to start from the very basics and learn yourself it's pretty important. So I really hope that this is benefiting those who are listening. Again, financial literacy is just, it's extremely important, but if you're not taught at an early age about saving or, you know, credit, then it's just, you start from the very bottom. It's like as an adult, you have to start from the very bottom and you have to learn everything as opposed to things being taught to you. So that's kind of where we are right now. Um, you know, inflation, you know, all of these different things that are happening in the world, gas is increasing. Um, They're talking of food shortages. Now is a great time to work on managing your finances and work on creating a budget. So again, that's what this episode is going to center around creating a budget. So I do have five tips for creating that budget. So let's go ahead and start with number one. So with your income, you need to know your net. So it's great to know your gross, but I think in regards to making a budget, you need to know your net. So the difference between gross and net is that the gross is going to be the amount that you take home pre-tax before any taxes are taken out, any insurance, any type of HSA, anything like that. That's your gross how much money you bring home without anything being taken out, that's your gross. That's great. If you're applying for things such as a car, um, getting an apartment, credit cards, things like that, buying a house, all of those things will ask you your gross. They want to know how much money you make. However, when it comes to setting a budget, I ask that you look at your net because that is your take home amount. So after everything is taken out, your insurance, HSA, FSA, all of those things, how much are you bringing home each paycheck? So that's your net. You need to know how much you are bringing home each paycheck because from that paycheck, we can divide everything up and see how much we need to save, how much is going towards this bill, that bill, how much is going towards um, a Roth IRA, all of those things. So that would be my number one step is knowing your net. Now, without me knowing about your paycheck breakdown, for instance, how much are you putting towards your HSA if you have one or FSA if you have one? Um, How much are you putting towards your 401k? How much is going towards any type of insurance you have with your company? It could be anything, 401k loans, all of those things. So that's without me knowing anything like that, not touching that. This is just your take-home pay. So again, once you look at your paycheck and say, okay, this is how much I take home um, as far as net, then from there, you can work on creating your budget. So step number two, you need to know your cost of living. So with my clients, what I usually do is I provide them with a budget spreadsheet. And from there, we do a breakdown of any income they have coming in. So if they have one or more jobs, if they're getting child support, alimony. And then from there, we're going to break down all of their monthly expenses, aka your cost of living. So your mortgage, your rent, um, insurance, as far as your home expenses, utilities, electric, gas, water, sewer, trash, your cell phone, internet, cable, streaming services. Then we go to household expenses, which is groceries, dining out, um, transportation. So your car payment, your car insurance, gas, parking, repairs, maintenance, household insurance. So this would be insurance. That's not already been taken out of your paycheck. So maybe this is extra insurance, um, that you pay with your net. So if you have extra life insurance or any type of, um, just extra insurance you would have for the household. Okay. From there, we do a breakdown of credit cards or any kind of credit repayments, um, basically debt, so (laughs) credit cards, line of credits, student loans. Then we go to family expenses, which is going to be child care, if you have aka, babysitter, um, child allowances, any other activities or lessons, extracurriculars for your kids or for the family in general. And then we go to personal care, which is going to be maybe hair, makeup, um, getting your nails done, prescriptions, toiletries, gym, clothing. So from that sheet, we prepare a cost of living. And what I usually do is I will tell them to look back at the previous month and look to see how much they, they spent on these items. And we do a breakdown from there and I propose a budget to them. And from there we kind of work on work on it together to see what kind of fits their lifestyle. But again, knowing your cost of living. So, say you're spending 300 a month on hair, makeup and nails. If this isn't something that's absolutely necessary, like say you could go down to maybe spending like a hundred dollars a month, then that's money that you could be putting towards savings, maybe more money towards debt. We work on reworking your total net that you do have coming in. So know your cost of living and know that if there's things that need to be moved around as far as like what you're spending your money on, your spending habits, then you need to do that. What is your true cost of living? What is, what is your necessities? So again, to go back through it. So number one, know your net, know how much you're bringing home each paycheck. Okay. And then number two, know your cost of living. So number three, that's going to be knowing your debt. So again, when I'm with the client, the proposed budget that we do prepare, I include any debt that they have told me about. Now, sometimes clients, they're just not honest (laughs) and there may be other, um, debt that they have that they haven't disclosed, which is cool. Um, I just work off what information I'm told, but you need to know your debt and you need to be honest about your debt. Even if you're working with another coach and you don't want to disclose everything, be honest with yourself and make sure you're paying your monthly debts, Uh, especially, uh, please refer back to the previous podcast, but especially if you have a debt that is accruing interest and you're not actually paying enough to pay down the interest, then that's hurting you. That's not benefiting you. So you need to know your debt. So if you have a credit card, um, make sure you're paying over that monthly amount. If you have a line of credit that accrues interest, make sure you're paying over. I know there's some really good You know, deals out there where some credit cards or line of credits will say, you know, if you pay it off within the first six months or a year, then they don't accrue any interest. Take advantage of that. Like, that's great. Just make sure you pay it off because (laughs) after that time period, they're going to add that interest to the amount that's owed. Again, know your debt. This also encompasses your car payment. It encompasses your mortgage. It encompasses, um, all of those things, those monthly things that you pay each month. Now I wouldn't include rent in this debt because rent doesn't accrue interest, but just your, your debt in general, student loans, things of that nature. You need to know your debt and understand debt that is accruing interest. That's very important. So let's go back to the steps. Okay. So number one, know your net, know how much you're bringing home each paycheck. Number two, Know your cost of living; it's important. Number three, know your debt and know if it does accrue any interest. So, number four, you need to know your priorities. So, if you are working on your budget, you need to know that again: electric is important, gas is important, your rent is important. Those things are way more important than hair, gym, clothing. You know, so so make a priority list. So, expenses. When I prepare a budget sheet for a client, monthly expenses, monthly expenses such as rent, renter's insurance, mortgage, mortgage insurance, um, utilities, household expenses, transportation, um, household insurance premiums, credit repayments, all of those are considered priority. Okay, those are priority things. Other things such as allowances, other activities or lessons, hair, toiletries, makeup, those are not high priority on the list, okay? Your rent is priority. Your renter's insurance is priority. So how much are you giving towards those things that are less priority on the list? That needs to be looked at. So when you're making that budget, you need to prioritize those things at the bottom, because they're not as important, right? Now, savings is going to be higher priority on the list than hair and makeup. So you need to know what's important. What are things you absolutely need as opposed to things that you want? So you need to make a list and figure out what are those things? Because you should not be getting your hair done as opposed to paying half your rent. Like that's something to think about. And I think when you prioritize your needs over your wants, that's also going to help you to create a great budget. Okay. So let's go back through the steps again. So number one, know your net. How much are you bringing home each paycheck? Number two, know your cost of living. Okay. Number three, know your debt and make sure you're paying over that minimum amount and know what debt is accruing interest. Number four, know your priorities rent is a priority. Your hair and nails are not. Okay. Sorry. Number five, you need to know how much you can save. This should also be a priority. You should be saving money each paycheck. Even if it's just a small portion, you should have something going towards savings. You should have a rainy day fund. You should have at least a thousand at the minimum put away in savings. So if anything happens, you do have that money to kind of grab, right? So again, when you're creating this budget, you need to be able to dictate how much you can put back each paycheck to put into savings. Now, a good rule of thumb, I would say, if you can take half of your paycheck and put it into savings, that's amazing. Now, can the average person do that? I don't think so, honestly, but you can work towards doing that. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist and it's not possible. That means it's something to work towards. Because another thing could be once you start working on your budget and you realize, hey, where is all my money going? And it's like, oh, I'm spending like $500 on going out to eat or going to the bar or having drinks or anything like that. And it's like, okay, well, I can afford to maybe put half of that into savings you know so it's definitely something to be concerned with you should be saving each paycheck and if you're a person that's you're living paycheck to paycheck and again once you start working on this budget maybe you're thinking maybe i could use some extra income to help me save more then sometimes you got to do what you got to do because you should have a rainy day fund um but as you get to working on your budget, again, if you can afford to move some things around, then that's also really good too. For instance, if you have a cell phone bill that is maybe $300, if you can afford to lessen that cell phone bill, maybe take some things off, go down to a smaller plan, you should do that in order to have just some kind of cushion. I was always taught to have a cushion. You know, you always want to have something in your pocket, like something in your account, just in case anything happens. Heaven forbid you have a flat tire, you need some repairs on your car, anything happens at your home, you need to be able to reach for something. You know, if you don't have anyone to rely on, then you definitely want to make sure you have some money saved up just in case. Okay, so let's go back through the steps one more time. So, number one, know your net. How much are you taking home each paycheck? Okay. Number two, know your cost of living. Number three, know your debt. Number four, know your priorities. Maybe you shouldn't go to the bar and spend $500. Okay. Number five, know how much you can save. You should always be putting some portion of your paycheck back each month. Each paycheck would be awesome, but at least some portion of it each month should be going back. If you can afford to take 50% of your paycheck and put it in the savings, great. If not, maybe work on 10% or maybe 2% or 5%. Work on your budget because everyone's budget is different. Some people can afford to put back maybe 25%, but everyone's budget is going to be different. You know, we all don't make the same amount of money and we all have different, you know, cost of living, honestly. Um, Your rent and insurance and life insurance, things like that may be different from someone else's. So it's, it's very good to have a budget and stick to your budget. The number one thing is going to be being consistent with that budget. Another thing I tell clients is that you need to modify that budget from time to time. So say if you're working on going on vacation, then yeah, you want to modify that budget. So you're putting more towards saving up for that vacation or you're putting money towards um, maybe paying more down on your credit cards because, hey, maybe you'll use your credit card when you go on vacation. So it's definitely up for modification. So all of that being said, that's going to wrap up episode nine of the Find Your Positivity podcast. I hope, again, this has been really helpful Um, It's just a basic kind of step-by-step process for making your budget. You can always reach out to me if you need budget assistance, and we can knock that out in a one-time coaching session, and you could schedule a follow-up session afterwards if you need additional help. So feel free to check out my website. Again, it is coachdanielle.com, C-O-A-C-H-D-A-N-Y-E-L-L. Always come back for new episodes on Tuesdays and Thursdays. There's also a blog post that is posted on Tuesdays and Thursdays as well. So if you'd rather just read the blog post, you can do that as well. I think it's about a two to three minute read. I always kind of post a overview of what the podcast is over and it's really helpful. So definitely check that out again, follow me on all social media. I am on Instagram. I am on Twitter. I am also on TikTok. So just keep continuing to follow the podcast. Again, we're on so many platforms right now. um, So just follow and subscribe. So thank you so much for tuning in and sending you all so much positivity, love and light. Peace.